The Chicago Bears are favored to win a football game for the first time since their Week 2 matchup in September against the New York Giants, but what do they need to do to be able to secure the win over the New York Giant over the Detroit Lions, excuse me, and avoid a six-game skid? Today, we are back with our Week 13 coverage taking a look at the most important positional matchups in the matchup between the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions at Soldier Field on December 6th. Let's hop right into it. Welcome back to the channel, guys. Bear Down, the place where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. I am your host, Chris Malpe. To the right of me, I am joined by my co-hosts, Parsh Shaw and Jalen McClinton. Guys, how's it going? Doing pretty good. Uh, just finished watching some Steelers and Ravens game on Wednesday afternoon, I guess. It was a little weird to watch it or watch football this early on a Wednesday, but uh, can't go wrong with football any time of the day. I don't think we can complain about seeing Trace McSorley and RG3 in the same game. So I can't. I can't. I mean, Trace McSorley <laughs> had that 70-yard dime, you know? So Yeah. Uh, Jalen, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going good, you know. Uh, just got a haircut and, uh, you know, just enjoying my Wednesday. Uh, you know, Bears football. We play our opponent. I actually think we can beat, hopefully. You know, but uh, other than that, just, you know, just enjoying my day. Yeah, let's hop right into it. Three key matchups today. Probably going to be a little bit shorter of an upload than we had earlier. If you guys hadn't seen our upload from this morning, by the way, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, uh, we upload on YouTube. We're doing two uploads a day every uh, every day in the month of December. So be sure to go check us out on YouTube. But if you're listening on YouTube, we already uploaded earlier a little bit of a video about Mitchell Trubisky's future moving forward after this season in Chicago. So it should be an interesting one. But we've got three key positional matchups today in Bears versus Lions. It's going to be critical that the Bears win this one. They're only scoring 19.6 points per game. The defense, after allowing 41 points to the Green Bay Packers, is allowing 22.7 points per game. So today we're going to be breaking down the positional matchups that the Bears have to take advantage of if they want to not only sweep the Lions again, but avoid being last place in the division after starting the season 5-1. and one. So normally how this works, we give an offensive, a defensive, and an overarching matchup in the game uh, that is most important. I've got the offensive to the right of me. Parshaw's got the defensive, and Jalen has the overarching, which I think is going to tip towards the offensive side of the ball. But instead of starting with me, because I feel like I do a lot of the talking in these episodes, we're actually going to start in the middle, uh, down the split. Parshaw, you have the defensive matchup of this game, so let us know what you got. I'm going to go with stopping the run. Um, you know, the Bears defense has been pretty elite all year, but one thing we've struggled at has been like consistently has been stopping the run. You know, last week against the Packers, we saw Aaron Jones take off for 90 yards on 17 carries. Um, you know, DeAndre Swift, uh, the Lions running back, rookie running back out of Georgia, he's been starting to play a lot better as he gets more comfortable in the NFL, you know, um, Against the Washington football team, he had 81 yards for 5.1 yards per carry. He also added five receptions. Um, you know, he's been uh, effective out of the pass, effective pass catcher as a running back, uh, even though he dropped the game-winning ball week one against us, thankfully. He gave us an absolute then, gift. Exactly, the absolute gift um, for the Bears to come back and win that one. Uh, against Minnesota, he also rushed for 64 yards. He also had three catches against them. And then uh, he also rushed for 116 yards, 8.3 yards per carry. And two touchdowns against Jacksonville, which is probably his breakout game so far. You know, that's his best game yet. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, they got a really good running back core with Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift, and Carrion Johnson. I think, you know, the Bears got to be 
good at stopping the run. You know, it's been hard the last couple of weeks. You know, Dalvin Cook took off for 96 yards. Um, you know, stopping Dalvin Cook again. Yeah, there's not. It's it's been tough all year. So you know, to keep him at 96 was I was pretty ha- cool with that. But you know, there's been games where the Bears have allowed a lot of rushing yards, and at times it's just situational football where we need that key stop, and the running run defense hasn't been able to do it. Um, you know, with Akeem Hicks out, possibly that could hurt the Bears. Uh, he is our best run defense, maybe the best player on this defense. You know, a lot of people don't give him credit, but you know, I think he is the heart and soul of this defense. Last week against the Packers, we saw the defense. You know. Uh, basically not be there in the first couple drives we were getting all ran all over you know Aaron Rodgers was finding the holes real easily so if if we need Akeem Hicks back um, I think that'd be helpful to stop you know the running back trio of Peterson uh, Johnson and uh, Swift yeah that's going to be huge I mean I think we could all tell last week and I think everyone here would agree that Akeem Hicks is the x factor to this Bears' defense especially when it comes to stopping the run uh, the Bears are already short Eddie Goldman, who opted out in the beginning of the season. And last week, uh, you know, Green Bay tore us up on the ground. They rushed for 182 yards on 39 carries, averaged 4.7 yards per carry, also had a touchdown. Aaron Jones almost had 100, and, uh, 100 rushing yards in that game. They also had a long run of 17. So it's going to be important that the Bears slow down the run. Uh, you know, as a unit, they've been decent at it. You know, after last week, uh, it definitely rose up their number of average rushing yards allowed per game. Uh, they allowed 121.2 rushing yards per game. So they've done pretty well recently. They did a good job at stopping Derrick Henry uh, just a mere three weeks ago, uh, I believe. Uh, so, you know, they didn't do great against Dalvin Cook. He was all right. But uh, last week they definitely uh, got run all over. So it's going to be important that the Bears shut down the run if they want to win this one. Heading into the offensive factor, we're going to head back to me before we head all the way to the right of your screen to Jalen McClinton. I'm going to go with the Bears actually getting the run game going. If we look at the Detroit Lions, they've allowed 29.8 points per game to opponents on average, and they've allowed 408.5 yards per game, 133.4 of that coming on the ground. Now we take a look back at the Bears' week one matchup against the Lions, and the Bears were able to have success on the ground. I mean, David Montgomery had 13 carries for 64 yards. Um, I remember coming into the season, everyone thought the Bears was running issues in the past, and the offensive line was going to be fixed, and it was definitely better than it is now because the Bears are missing James Daniel, who is easily the best player on that offensive line right now. But I think last week, for the most part, uh, outside of Trubisky's fumble, um, we saw a pretty solid version of the Bears' offensive line. So, the Bears are also missing Tariq Cohen, who did do well in that game against Detroit. He had seven rushes for 41 yards with 5.9 yards per carry. My point is the Bears were able to have success against uh, against the Detroit Lions in the run game. Uh, you know, they as a team, they had 149 rushing yards, 5.3 yards per carry. Also almost got in for a couple scores in that one. So it's going to be important that the Bears keep the rushing game going in this one if they want a chance. We've seen so many times throughout the season where the Bears have become a, a one-dimensional team, and they haven't been able to get it going on the ground. So it's going to be important that they get it going here. If you take a look at who the Detroit Lions have faced recently, obviously allowing that mark of 133 rushing yards per game. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they played former Bear Bears legend Mike Davis uh, and the Carolina Panthers in a game in which they got shut out, and he rushed for 19 uh, 19 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown. In the in the Panthers as a unit, rushed for 116 yards. And even last week, you know, the Houston Texans didn't have the most success on the ground, but they showed that they were able to mix in the run game throughout uh, only 77 rushing yards, 3.3 yards per carry. But it is important noting that the the, the Lions did just put Danny Shelton 
uh, on IR. So one of their big, uh, probably their most important piece amongst their defensive line is not going to be playing against the Bears. He's going to miss at least three weeks, and Jalen will get into it later. But Desmond Trufant also is going to go on IR for the Detroit Lions. So it's been a good year for Montgomery, not the greatest. You know, only one touchdown, but 142 carries for 575 yards. It's going to be crucial to keep him going in this game. Uh, <clears throat> Mitchell Trubisky, someone who we all call the Lion Tamer, has had success against the Lions in the past. But one thing that stayed consistent in all of those games where he's done well against the Lions is the Bears have been able to get the ball going on the ground. I don't have the exact stat for how much you know rushing yards we've had per games where Trubisky has won against the Lions, but taking a look back at all that film, the Bears have been able to get the run game going. They haven't become one-dimensional like they had in the past. You know, It helped the Bears in week one that the, the best linebacker for the Lions, Jamie Collins, got knocked out early in the game. But it's going to be important that the Bears have success uh, on the ground here. Sam Mustafer is now the starting center. We move Cody Whitehair over to guard. That seemed like a good move for the most part. So if the Bears want to win in this one, they're going to have to get David Montgomery going. I would love once again to see uh, Lamar Miller activated. I don't think it's going to happen. We saw a couple successful Cordero Patterson runs against Green Bay. So I'm fine with Patterson as long as you don't overdo it, which it seems like Bill Lazor hasn't since he's been entered as the offensive play caller for the Bears. So getting Montgomery going is going to be huge in this one. Also, just in general, the Lions have struggled a ton against the run. I think we only saw Mitchell Trubisky take off against Green Bay maybe once or twice. Uh, so I would love to see more design runs for Trubisky moving forward. I think that's going to be absolutely crucial in this one. We've seen him rip up the Lions in the past. If he wants to do it again, if this team wants to avoid a six-game skid, they have to get the run game going in this one. So I'm going to finally pass it along to Jalen McClinton. He's going to be talking about Mitchell Trubisky. Desmond Trufant going down is big when it comes to your factor, Jalen. So the overarching factor of the game, which factor do you think is most important that the Bears take advantage of if they want to win in Week 13? I say I say the Bears need to take advantage of the Lions' Week secondary. Um, like I said last week, they gave up four touchdowns to Deshaun Watson. Uh, Will Fuller had over 170 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I, I kind of was jokingly like said uh, that he – Will Fuller was playing so well against them that he got drug tested and suspended because he was uh, on an uh, illegal performing enhancing drug. So I definitely feel like we need to um, attack their secondary. They're, like like you said before, they're already going to be down Desmond Trufant. Uh, Jeff Okuda, he's been hobbled with some injuries uh, since the beginning of the season. And it's like you said before, Mitchell is a, a lion tamer. Is that what they say? You know, he hasn't lost to the Lions since his rookie season. Uh, you know, he, he hasn't lost to them in Soldier Field or in Forward Field. So I definitely feel like we need to um, attack them. I'm I mean, if I can pipe in right for now, you I'm, for a I'm, second, I'm, okay. the Lions have allowed 275.2 passing yards per game for, to opposing quarterbacks. Also, they've mm -hmm. allowed almost 30 points per game as a defense. Uh, that defense has been incredibly hobbled all season, and it seems like they could be, they're going to be without, uh, you know, Desmond Trufant. It seems like Jeff Okuda might also be out in this one as well. So we're going to see uh, someone who yesterday, uh, Raisman brought up, uh, Amani Oruye, uh, step in there at cornerback two for them, uh, actually probably even higher. And Justin Coleman, someone who, who struggled against the Bears in the past, and then obviously at secondary with Deron Harmon and Tracy Walker. Sorry for stealing the spotlight there, Jalen. I'm going to go back to you, but my point is that line secondary is quite hobbled. Yeah, like I said before, uh, you actually gave me some time to, to pull up the stats. I lost it for a bit, so uh, I appreciate that. But like I said before, this, this Lions secondary has given up a lot of yards. They gave up 318 yards um, on Thanksgiving and four touchdowns to Deshaun Watson, 258 yards and a shutout um, to P.J. Walker, who was replacing the NFL quarterback. He, who was placing the injured Teddy, injured Teddy Bridgewater. 
they gave up 390 yards to Alex Smith um, in a close game that I feel like the, the Washington football team should have won. Um, he, and he went 38 for 55. You know, he pat, For them to give the ball to Alex Smith 55 times and tell him to pass it, and he still has almost 300, 400 yards coming off that uh, ankle injury, I, I definitely think that's something we can take advantage of. Uh, like I said before, they gave up three touchdowns to Mitchell in the second half alone. I think it was mainly well, – Yeah, mainly in third. that game, Trubisky, yeah. 242 yards, 6.7 yards per completion, three touchdowns, and a passer rating of 104.2. Also, Anthony Miller with four catches for 76 yards and a score. Allen Robinson, five for 74. Darnell Mooney, three for 38. Jimmy Graham, three for 25 and a score. And also Javon Wims with a touchdown. So we were able to exploit that secondary when we played him in week one. And like I said, Mitchell Trubisky has done very well against the Lions in the last three starts. He's uh, thrown for nine touchdowns and one interception, and he's 3-0. and So if we can continue that, uh, we especially right now when we desperately need a win, uh, you know, some people don't think we we have a, our playoff hopes are over, but I think we still have a chance, especially with, with his the last five games we play. Uh, some opponents, I feel like we're better than, like, in, in general, even if the offense can't score. Our defense is uh, good enough to uh, to stop the opposite offense or stop the offense's team and, and put our uh, offense in a good position to score. But that's going to be my that my overarching matchup is Mitchell Trubisky versus the Lions secondary. And you never would think that we were going to get uh, through an entire uh, three-key matchups video with the Lions without talking about Matthew Stafford. But Stafford was limited uh, today in practice, but he probably will be good to go. Uh, but taking a look at that line secondary, uh, I mean, Mike Ford, who had a concussion, he was full in practice. Okuda with a shoulder didn't practice. And then some other important pieces. I mean, Kenny Galladay didn't practice once again with a hip. Neither did Quintez Cephas. Uh, and then their defense looks a little banged up as well. One of their best players, Sean Hand, uh, and Christian Jones, former Bears, both did not practice as well. So it should be interesting. Those are our three key matchups in Bears versus Lions. A little bit shorter one for you guys today, but we're going to be double uploading every day, continuing our Lions coverage. So if you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs starting up very soon to get you guys ready for the Week 13 matchup. If you want to find us on social media, Instagram, and Twitter at Bear Down. Do us a favor, follow us on both of those. We're starting our Christmas giveaway very soon. We're going to give away a couple things to you guys. We love giving back to you guys. Also, do us a favor, subscribe and like if you're on YouTube and subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we're going to keep posting in 2021 and throughout the rest of the season on both of those platforms. Uh, you guys have welcomed us very well uh, on both of those platforms. And then two more things before we sign off. First off, I said it earlier uh, in Uncut number 98 we made. We're live streaming all the games for the rest of the season, so go to the Bear Down YouTube channel, check it out. Uh, we're going to be subscribing, or we're going to be streaming with special guests, uh, giving our insight on games, play-by-play -play analysis, answering your guys' questions, probably doing some mini giveaways, maybe some cash giveaways. So be sure to look out for that as well. Uh, the streams normally start about 30 minutes before the game, and we had a lot of fun doing it for the first time in Week 12. Even though the Bears got killed, we ended the stream in the third quarter, but. Uh, we're going to keep it up moving forward, and we, we enjoy doing that a lot. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. And finally, you can find all of our social media down in the description, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, me and both of my co-hosts are both very active, are all very active uh, on social media, excuse me. And uh, it's a great way to interact with us, and we post a ton of content on there as well. So Parshaw, Jalen McClinton signing off for the day. Uh, the double upload streak on YouTube extends the two. We've also already uploaded uh, two to the podcasting. Uh, services as well. So it feels good to be back on the grind. Feels good to be at home. For those of you watching on YouTube, feels good uh, to have face cam back. So any last words, guys? 
Yeah, like you said, it feels good to be uploading twice a day. Um, we're just trying to pump out content for you, content for you guys. You know, it's break. It's almost break time for us. Uh, we got loads of time to record, so why not just keep pumping out videos for you guys? Yeah, like like what Park said, we I go on break soon as well. So I mean, I don't do nothing anyway. I just sit in my record Bears videos all day. But, uh, um, like like Chris is talking about. Please come to the stream. You know, if you if you don't, you're gonna be missing out on probably the best halftime show on YouTube, and it's done by me. Hosted by Jalen McClinton. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm gonna just be answering your questions because you know, last week it wasn't nothing. nothing it was nothing much to talk about. We were getting blown out, so I was just like bored. But uh, yeah, other than that, bear down. See you Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I keep saying it. It's nostalgic to have face cam back, uh, but it does feel good on the YouTube end uh, to be able to do that. So. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. The double upload streak will continue. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll be back tomorrow on our YouTube channel with two episodes of Uncut, uh, episodes number 99 and 100, uh, a pretty crazy milestone for us. And we will also be back on Friday with Fan Mail Friday answering your guys' questions. So be sure to submit those on Instagram, Twitter, as well as our YouTube community tab. That's about it for me, guys. As always, stay safe and bear down. I'll say it twice. Continue to do that, and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.